Thanks so much for listening to the Del Hollow Lake podcast. To keep up with everything Del Hollow, follow and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Music, or Spotify. Everybody, this is Richard from Eastport Marina on the Dale Hollow Lake podcast. I'm where we're going to talk with Larry from Southeast Pack Trips. And uh, how you doing, Larry? I'm doing great. Good deal. Weather's uh, a little better today than yesterday, although yesterday was beautiful till the storm came. Well, I think the storms are gone. I think the rain's maybe supposed to move out, but it's April on the plateau. <laughs> yeah, leaves are starting to bloom and. We got all the dogwoods going. Yeah, we were coming back from your place just the other day, and you could tell way down the bottom where you all are. You have a lot more color up on top. We're still a little negative, but it's real close to getting there. It's real springs right, right around the corner. Oh, yeah. It's starting to look look a lot like spring. We've got Easter coming up next week. Yep. So you, you've been with uh, – or you've owned Southeast Patrick's for a long time, haven't you? Since 1988 was when we first started doing commercial rides. Wow. I saw a video of you just the other day on um, Tennessee Outdoors or um, Yeah, Wild Side, Wild Side, Tennessee Wild Side. And that was 10 years ago, wasn't it? Uh, Well, if times flies, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a few years, but we we still do those things. You had said that you had been in business for 25 years, and I heard you say the other day, 35 years. So, and you looked a lot younger then. I was. I was a little younger, about 10 years younger, I think. Yeah. You didn't have all the gray that you have now. Well, that's called maturity, dealing with uh, people in general and horses and things like that. Yeah. You make you old a little bit. So I've been up there a couple of times and had a great time. Um, you know, you, you, uh, the first trip that we went on, you, I just stopped by to talk to you about what you have to offer. And you invited me to go with, I think we had a two hour ride. And um, and that was nice. We didn't go very far, but um, you know that was that was really nice. Um, the second time I went, it was a four hour ride, and I told you you had to get me on a horse that didn't bump so much because uh, <laughs> two hours made me a little sore. And I and I believe the name of that horse was Crazy Guy Hank or something. Wild Eyed Hank. Wild Eyed Hank. And a four four hours with him, and it was. It was good. I didn't, it didn't hurt my back at all. I was doing really good. So it was a smooth ride. We, we went through water, went to an overlook. Um, now I play that video in my restaurant um, all the time. Um, that was that was a good trip. I really enjoyed myself. Now you um you'll you'll make a custom trip for people, won't you? Uh, sure. That's what's kept us in business all these years. Is Several years ago, we were planning these trips for people. We were just doing overnight pack trips uh, with pack mules. And we are the only outfitter east of the Mississippi River that still does that with overnight pack trips into the Big South Fork. And I got kind of tired of making up the plan. So I asked the gentleman that we were making the trip, why don't you just tell me what you want to do? I mean, you know, what do you, you tell me? And it made my life a lot easier. I'm, I provide what the customer wants. And we're set up. We've been here so long. We've got 28 horses. We have 300 miles of horse trails to ride in. I guarantee you we can come up with a trip. Uh, so it became very customized. Uh, that That's what it's, especially if you're your group or 
the camping trips, things like that. It becomes what you want to do. We we do a lot. Well, you're of right on the Big South Fork. That, I mean, that alone is huge, isn't it? I mean, the Big South Fork is a beautiful place to. I mean, the only way really in is to is to ride in or walk in or hike in. That's that's correct. Hike, bike, or uh, ride a horse. And we are the second largest network of public horse trails. We're only 46 miles from your marina. Uh, a lot of people don't even know we're here. Uh, we have over 300 miles. Uh, it's it's heaven. There's not. We've never had over a million visitors. I'm a mile and a half from the park on three sides to get into the network of trails that the park, the public own them. You and I and ever all taxpayers own this park. They own the trails that we ride in, and it's all part of yours. It's uh, you know, well, it's, it's people might be asking like, why are you doing the Big South Fork on the Dell Hollow Lake podcast? Well, one of our guidelines were anywhere within 100 miles of Del Hollow, we wanted to be able to highlight some activities that you can do besides being on the lake. I mean, there's a lot of fishermen that their wives would love to go horseback riding while they go fishing. Uh, and that's, sure. I mean, you're close enough to make that happen. You bet. You bet. We're in, you're in, we're in your backyard. You know, we send people down the lake. A lot of people come to the area that don't know about the lake, vice versa. They don't know about the park. So it's good for the business in the whole area. And more activities that we can produce because we, you and I both are up here kind of in a rural area. But it's great. It's to get away from everything that most people have to deal with on a daily basis, either on a boat with you or on a horse with us. And uh, we're glad to offer the experience within just a short ride from uh, uh, Dale Hollow and, and Eastport Marina. So we've known each other, God, at least 10, 12, 13 years, right? It's been ever since you guys bought the marina down there. Uh, yeah. So however long that, 14, well, 15 years? That's, yeah, that's been 15 years. And you normally rent a houseboat from us or uh, you go fishing a lot. You, you, I helped you buy your boat, didn't I? <laughs> that's right. Best thing you ever did for me. I'm having one large time. I'm just not getting enough time to use it. But right. I'm just 68 years old. I got several more, more years, you know. <laughs> yeah, good deal. So... You'll do a custom trip. Now, we talked about if somebody had a large enough group that you'd bring horses even to East Fort Marina. You you bet. You bet. We've uh, we've got uh, – our horses have been taken out west on elk hunt several times. They stay on a picket line. They're used to being primitive kept. Uh, you know, we could come down there and bring – we can haul about 12 and our two trailers, Bobby and I, together, or we can haul about eight in one, my trailer alone, but – we could do an event for people to do short rides in with your weddings or boat rides or what intermix that with the activity for the weekend, stay overnight in the woods, sit around a campfire, uh, pretend you're a cowboy. It's all about perception. You know, if you think you are, you are. There you go. So no judgment on those of us that can't just flip up in that saddle though, right? Well, I mean, we've got some guidelines, but we've got some real good gentle horses and, uh, we've got a mounting stool for people like me that are, you know, need a little help getting on that kind of thing. But we can do about anything that anybody wants to do on horseback. We've been doing it for so long. I came to the park in 1975. I was just a 20-year-old guy looking to canoe a river. And then we found the park in 81, the hiking and the fishing, and then came back in 85 for the first time with our horses. So this is God's heaven. The whole area between Dale Hollow Lake and Big South Fork, they're not connected at all, but they're such just unique areas that are so – close by you know that's what makes it special right so you you have bobby 
and Bobby is the person that took up me on my trip. Well, the second trip, you took me on the first one. And so he's been with you a while too, hasn't he? Bobby's been here, I think, about six years. In fact, we were thinking about slowing down, quitting, and we sold a piece of property, and Bobby was helping me move over to the, the, the original farm right here. And I told Bobby, I said, you know, Bobby, he'd been helping about a year and a half, I think. And uh, I told him, I said, you know, this might be the last year. I'm getting a little older, and I don't know how the economy's going to do and everything. He looked at me. This is God's true story. He looked at me, and he said, Larry, he said, you know, I need these horses in my life. He said, you know, I'll, just, I'll get in trouble if I don't have these horses. I might have gotten in trouble years ago if I hadn't had the horses. But he's kept this thing going uh, the last few years, and he's my right-hand man. And, and with, between he and I, he's been on his camping trips with me. He's taking trips on his own, which I've never had anybody hardly ever to be able to take a group of four or five people back in the backcountry for three or four days. You pro we provide the food. You do the campfire cooking, keep horses on a picket line. Uh, between he and I, we can produce a lot of that stuff. But I was on a thing about getting out and quitting, but he showed up and here we are still rock and roll after 35 and a half years. Yeah. So it's good to have a, a good employee in it. <laughs> you bet they're hard to find. <laughs> yeah. So make it part of the business and they'll stick around, I guess. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Well, people appreciate, people appreciate what we offer. Uh, it's so unique and People appreciate you and your family, what you guys do down there. I feel like when you talked about we've known each other, Rich, I feel like I came in down there and became part of the family real quick. You guys were just so easy to deal with. And, uh, I mean, it, you've been good for the whole area. And it, it, I, I'm, I appreciate the offer to be on the podcast with you. And uh, we're all in this boat together, no pun intended. So what, what are the, the, what's the cost of going horseback riding? Well, we offer anything from an hour ride up to a seven-day long trip. And uh, the hour rides are 85 per person. Uh, that These are per person, per horse. Uh, the two-hour ride is $130 per person. The three-hour, 160 per person. Half-day, 190 per person. All-day, 280 per person. And then we have the overnight camp trips. We go into a facility called Cherry Creek Lodge. It's owned by the federal government, which is us. Uh, it's run by a concessionaire there. We go in there. They have can't, uh, meals. They have bed linens. You can't get there by vehicle. We have that available. Then we also offer the overnight camping trips by Pack Mule, where we haul everything into the Pack Country, campfire cooked meals. You spend a night in tents. Uh, you're in the woods for three days, four days, five days, whatever. Wow, that sounds like fun. Well, you know, I used to, to, used to own a horse in my younger days. Pardon? I used to own a horse when I was a kid in high school. Well, my dad had a horse on the farm before I was born. So I've yeah. had one I've had one my whole life. They're a lot of work though, aren't they? Well, uh, you know, it's what you get in return. Is to me it's it's it now a lot of people won't believe this, but I really don't believe this is work. It, it's a way of life. Uh, oh, I agree. I the agree. Enjo the enjoyment that I get out of riding the horses, then getting to see you and other people ride them. That's Bobby and I talked about this before. I think that's what we're getting in return uh, more than the money aspect of it. And it's nothing cheap about it, but it's, it's an experience spending time with us is what it is. Right. So do you I offer anything else? Uh, camping or you got lodging of any sort? 
we do have a, a, a cabin. It's called Seven Springs on property. It's three years old. It's a 20 by 22 story log cabin, two sided porch. I was just told by my wife that maybe we need to put Wi-Fi to make it more appealing for some people. It does not have Wi-Fi. We did that for a reason. Uh, it's on our website, southeastpackchips.com. And then uh, we have a cabin called Over the Hill. We just got renovated. It's very rustic. It's got a spring coming out the side of the hill right behind it. Uh, Two-sided porch that you could overlook the farm and the pond and the horses here. Uh, we, we've only rented that a couple of times. That's the mainstay of what we have as far as accommodations. But we let group, uh, church groups, Boy Scout troops, they come. We've got a piece of property right up here on top of the hill that they take over. Uh, they stay here. We let them camp for free. We do horsemanship merit badges here. Uh, if you ride with us, we really don't charge for camping on the property. We have a bathhouse here. We want you to come experience the horseback ride. That's what we want. Wow, that sounds really cool. Um, let's see. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, we've got all Tennessee walkers. Might that add that in the mix? Most rental stables only have the quarter horse or the draft horse type. They're more docile. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say they're safer by any means. We, we started out with quarter horses back in the 80s and early 90s. Then we started riding these gated horses. And they're so much easier, just like you said, on your back. Yeah. They've got I, that I like a quarter horse, but I don't want to go on a long trip with a quarter horse. Well, if you, you know. ever – yeah, the, the walking horses are for trail riding, and that's what we offer. We can get there at a real smooth gait, hard, it's not as hard on your body, and have more time to enjoy the overlook or down by the creek or down by the river, having lunch, whatever, that kind of thing. We are one of the only outfitters that, that primarily have only Tennessee walkers. Well, that's cool. Um, well, I'm, this is going to be one of the shortest uh, podcasts we've had. We've had a lot of information. You're a fast talker. <laughs> well, you know, we have to talk to a lot of people, and I, I guess we, we've been doing it for so long. This comes natural to me. You can go on our webpage, and uh, it's got some videos of the things we've done, like you were talking about. And, you know. Well, tell us, I, what, what is your webpage? What's your web address? It's southeastpacktrips.com. Okay. And if somebody needed to get a hold of you, what, what phone number do they call? Uh, 931-879-2260 or email uh, through the uh, website is is primarily, that's an everyday thing. The, the phone's out here sometime. We're not here. Cell phone service is very uh, limited in some places, but you can text us. Through that 931-239-5684, or you can call the hard line at the number I said, 931-879-2260, or go to our webpage, southeastpacktrips.com, and send me an email. And then they would probably ask for Larry or Bobby. Bobby can make the reservations. That's correct. Well. Yep. I'd usually get the, the emails on my phone through the reservations, which we call Squarespace. And then we, I notify Bobby. Bobby's pretty much in charge of taking the reservations and keeping up with the schedule. Uh, we found out a long time ago, if two of us do that, one of us forget to write something down or, or somebody did write it, we didn't see it, we overbook, we're not going to do that. So one man needs to be in charge of taking the information. Bobby does that primarily on his own unless I'm needed. And But he's that part of it. He's the glue that holds this sticky mess together and – but that you call us at, at any of those information sites or get a hold of us, I guarantee we'll call you back. 
You got any specials or uh, things that you sometime run for larger yeah, groups? Or we're, we're, Yep, we're probably going to start running 10% discount for kids. Uh, in some way, we're, we're finding out that, and we've known for a long time, that being around horses has kind of become a kind of a luxury. And that a lot of kids, the lifestyle that their parents lead and where they live, are not going to allow them any kind of opportunity to be around a horse. And, you know, we're probably going to start offering rides for people just like the other day. It's crazy that this happened on Monday. There was an older gentleman. He didn't ride, didn't say why. He just wasn't planning on riding. He wanted us to take his three grandchildren. They were 9, 11, 12 years old without him going. Well, I told Bobby we probably couldn't do that. We didn't. Well, after thinking about it and spending the day with you, putting up the teepee, we thought, I thought, you know, we, we cheated those kids out of an opportunity of any kind to be around a horse. So I told Bobby, what we ought to do next time is let them bring the kids out. Let's get them around the horse here at the barn uh, and, and get on a horse and take pictures and lead them around the parking lot just for the experience. We're not going to charge you for that. These guys cost me already to feed them. We might as well ride them and enjoy them. Cost me no more. You. <laughs> Nobody loves a horse like a little girl. <laughs> well, you know, girls and horses. I, I remember when I had a horse in, in high school, I was like one of two guys that went down to the stables and took care of horses. Everybody else was, you know, a teenage girl and they loved their horses. Well, you know, all the girls I were ever around like boats. I've got a boat and you do too. Now I've got a bunch of horses and I'll let you share them. Well, you know, when I was, it was a military base. My dad was in the army. And so we kept our boat, our boat, our horse at the stables there. And um, so we had this thing called um, the Calvary Bells, right? So being it was a military base, we, the guys and some of the, the um, dads and stuff, our people, men that owned horses down there, we would be like the color guard and the escorts. And then there was like, I don't know, 16 girls that dressed up in, um, you know, 1800s clothes. Um, I mean, big dresses and hats and stuff. And they rode the horses kind of two, two by two. And then, like I said, we had guys with um, like cavalry uniforms on the back and then the color guard on the front. And we would go to different cities and be in a parade and, we won a few awards and that was kind of cool to be on a horse and, um, and, you know, be carrying a flag and. Well, it sounds um, fun. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was, that was, that was really cool growing up. And it's, I mean, it's a great memory for me. One of the things that we did was in Salinas, California, they have, they call it the Rodeo and it's a big deal. I mean, it goes on for all, well, up to 10 days, I think it's back then. And so we were in the parade every day. And then, of course, we went to the rodeo every day, too. And, and they, they did crazy stuff like wild horse milking contests, you know. <laughs> um, you imagine carrying a, a, a wild horse and having to get some so much milk in a little jar and yeah. hold it down and do that. I mean, it was, it was crazy. There was clowns, and they were riding on um, <laughs> longhorns. And, it, I mean, it was a really neat experience but and i i love horses um you know and being able to go out there and ride with you is it's been a, a, 
a great treat. And I, I need well, to go do that the, again. But the word that you mentioned there several times was memories. And the memories you just said about when you were a kid uh, in high school, that's what you remember. And I think that's what uh, horses are very impressionable on people, especially children. And, yeah. you know, if you introduce them to, to them at a young age, you know, you might change a child's life. Maybe with everything that's going on in the world today, that might be a good thing to keep him in a direction. The responsibility with horses, uh, you know, is kind of the result of the effort that you put in. And being around them here, we've got 28. In fact, we've got a mare due. Golly, she's about to drive us crazy. She's past due. It'll be a year and two days here. It'll be a full 12 months since she was uh, uh, bred. And we're sitting there on pins and needles. But the memories that are made seeing one born uh, to go up, like Bobby's riding a colt that's three years old two days from now, that he's the only one that's ever been on his back. The satisfaction you get uh, from putting all the work that you get in return, that's what I think children and horses there's something in there that they just they either like them or they don't and if they like them they don't ever not like them you know it's something that's very good you got a couple people like it's good to be a cowboy <laughs> everybody wants to be a cowboy that's right or everybody wants to be a pirate or marry a pirate <laughs> there's the boating side and the horse and horse side as far as that's I'm right. i can remember my first time um being able to get really close to a horse. I was seven years old. My dad had gotten orders for Germany and we were headed across the United States and in Colorado, I think it was Colorado. We went to see a cousin of his and it happened to be a weekend where they were branding their cows. And um, so they had this horse when we were done branding, they had this horse in the field and I just went out there and started feeding them. Now you can't do this with any horse, but, Nobody said anything to me, but my dad came out and told me I needed to be careful. I mean, I was going between the legs of the horse, you know, I was behind it, you know, <laughs> it, so he was really worried about it. But this, I mean, I fell in love with that horse. I mean, it was, it was a huge, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about it now. I mean, it was a memory that stuck in my head. That's um, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So you bring a kid and take a horseback riding, you might have to buy a horse. <laughs> well, you know, we've told several people that uh, there's been people, that's not a joke. They come I in, know. you see the kids, mainly little girl, they've got a grin on their face that their parents have probably never seen. And yeah. those children never, for Bobby, we take these older horseshoes that we, when we reset the horse's shoes and we uh, put them in muriatic acid. We shine them up and Bobby paints them and gives them to these kids. And then we give them horseshoe nails to take with them, give the parents so they can nail them up. And those memories will last forever in that horseshoe. Those little things like that, that we do here at Southeast Pack Trips, especially with children. It, it makes me feel like I was a kid when I was growing up and had a horse to ride, a little black pony named Smokey, meanest little devil in the world. But he taught us how to ride. And those are the memories still to this day that stick out in my mind when I see these kids come in here and knowing I ain't got a little smoky that's going to hurt him. I got a horse named Wild-Eyed Hank. It's going to give him a real good time. Oh, yeah. He was gentle as can be. Yeah. Well, I guess we could wrap it up. Um, you want to tell everybody how to contact you one more time and then any closing comments? And Well, the main uh, 
Hard line telephone number is 931-879-2260. We do operate on Central Time. We're only four miles from the time zone here at Big South Fork. Uh, the cell phone number that you can text to is 931-239-5684. Or you can Google us. Go to our webpage, southeastpacktrips.com. Uh, you can send an email to us through that avenue there. Uh, we have an answering machine. All you need to do is leave a telephone number at a time to call you back, and I guarantee you we will. Bob might be the one that does that or myself, uh, but we'll do our best to get back in touch with you because we know a lot of people call spur of the moment based on the weather. So we try to keep in touch with you rapidly as soon as we get contacted. And based on what you said, if they say, hey, I saw the podcast, and you talked about a 10% discount for kids. You bet. They'll, you'll honor that. You bet. You bet we will. All right. So, all right. Well, that's all I've got. I appreciate talking to you. Appreciate you having us on board, Richard. And Good luck. I think it's going to be a great year for all of us. Everybody's wanting to get outside. I know you guys are getting re reservations real quick. Uh, that's good. We want to see people get outside and enjoy and get away from reality and understand this might be reality. For a little yeah. while anyway. <laughs> and, and make some memories. That's right. Make some memories. That's the only thing we're going to take with us is memories. Yeah. All righty, sir. Well, that's it. We can sign off if you'd like. Thank you, Richard. Thank you so much. Have a good day. All right. You too, sir. Thanks. Yes, sir.